0: what up guys you tuned in to uh, cannabis and chardonnay we missed you so much last week but you know what we had to come back today I'm this back. week and you know what to do you must roll it up you Take must pull payments. it up okay it's great yes because it's time for cannabis and motherfucking chardonnay creative how you doing
1: i'm good no set chilling about here
0: Y'all can't do real estate on. I seen you. I seen you. Let's get it.
1: So y'all know, so y'all know if you need to buy a house,
0: you need to
1: holler at your boy. Wait a minute. No, no not that part. Not that part. No, no. Okay. Hold on. Take we, that. Take we,
0: that. Take we, that. we,
1: we trying to buy the houses and uh, turn them into Airbnbs and get portfolios. Yo, that's,
0: that's what, that's my vision too. Yeah. Like, see, see, I knew, I knew I was on to something, especially like in Vegas, Airbnbs are popping out here, mm. especially with football, you know, football is going to be coming. So yeah. They're building football up. Hockey's pretty dope. I know basketball and stuff like that. So, it's about to be popping in Vegas, y'all. Don't be sleeping on Vegas. Don't be mm-hmm. sleeping on Vegas, and don't be sleeping on Airbnbs. No, I'm just kidding. I really want to just make like a 420 friendly Airbnb and have super duper fucking bomb ass service. Like, you
1: oh, know what I mean? you make a lot of money on that.
0: Hell yeah! What you cannabis and Chardonnay, y'all? And oh. if you have it already. Shout out to Stacy Movey of yes. Marawasana, which yes. is cannabis and yoga. You can check Stacy out at Marawasana.com and you can also Google her, Stacy Movey, M-U-L-V-E-Y. Mm-hmm. We had an amazing opportunity to do cannabis and yoga for Las Vegas Fox News. So I'll link to it here, but if you're already following me on Facebook, you've probably seen me posting about it. Super cool experience. Never thought in a million years that I would actually be invited to smoke cannabis while live on television. <laughs> uh, it, was the, it was beautiful. I can drink great. on that.
2: <laughs> it's like rolling up a joint really in front good. of a cop. It's just Which like, we <laughs> have
0: done. <laughs> but no, guys. Just bantering a bit. We wanted to kind of get everybody in. Today we are smoking on some Phantom Haze, okay? And for those of you who have asked questions about dispensaries and strains, yes, Phantom Haze is a strain that you can find in about 80% of the dispensaries um, legally right now. Um, Phantom Haze is Indica only. You guys know I love Indicas,
2: right?
0: 24%, THC. 24%, and these buds, let me show you how it's gonna look. Mmm, it's a little dry, but this is a little small bud.
2: But it actually, it's not a bad, I don't care one, about the smell usually, but that one made me like...
0: It doesn't have a strong, strong smell. It
2: was a nice. But a nice you can one.
0: definitely smell some of the terpenes. This one they say it has myrcene in it, um, which is mangoes. Um, it has a little bit of apanine, so pine, that piney flavor. And this shit's gonna put you the fuck to sleep, okay? So you don't wanna smoke any phantom haze or you'll be in a daze in the middle of the day, (laughs) in the nighttime. And we're drinking on some Redwood Creek, it's a Chardonnay. Um, I actually like this. It's very light and it's kind of dry and sweet, honestly, you see? Yeah, it's very dry so it's sweet and it's a 12%, you know? All of you guys know I don't really like to buy wines under 13. <laughs> but if you're going to, you know, you gone.
1: Oh, I'm out. I'm gone. Finito de me. Finito to me.
0: Wait for it. Sweet Shout out Obama. to Wu-Tang.
2: <laughs> they got their own street. Shout out <laughs> Obama. Yeah.
0: i my cool shirt today,
2: too. <laughs> Obama got a street. Came back whimpering the faux <laughs> five.
0: <laughs> no, but seriously, guys. Redwood Creek, Phantom Haze, and violence. Because that's what we're talking about today. But before we get into everything, visit CannabisAndChardonnay.com and subscribe so that you never miss an episode and then i also want you guys to leave lots and lots of comments in here because i really love seeing your comments and answering them so so fun but before we even do that i think my guys need to say something in terms of where you can keep in contact with them because there's some pretty fucking fabulous stuff going on (laughs) creative how can they keep in touch with you brother
1: what up, man? Y'all hit me up the creativebully.com and check in, tap in. Let me know what you think and just look yeah. around. I'm like a mall, you know what I'm saying? When you go to the when you go to the website, it's like a mall. You just go in there and you pick and choose and uh, window shop and like do what you do.
0: Window shop.
2: Hey. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you.
0: I got you. <laughs> um, I was about to call you quantum.
2: Physics. I
0: was about to say hey quantum. computing. <laughs> no. Quantitative. What? How can they find you, <laughs> stylists?
2: Well, you can find me at twostylist.com uh, Been very busy, glad to be back. Missed you all, missed the team, missed the family. Uh, and uh, Cartoon Matrix is definitely on the way. <laughs> <laughs> like tomorrow on the way. You have no Maybe. idea, I feel like a mad scientist. I've been trying to knock a lot of projects out, but anyway today is the day let's get into the conversation
0: let's get into the conversation and today's conversation is about violence and it's about people's reactions to violence and specifically people's reactions to this week's game of Thrones. okay sunday's episode is pretty badass creative are you a game of Thrones fan what i know i just it's wanted to one. be dramatic for the show <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the show. That's the number one show in TV history.
0: I'm going to tell you who my bitch is. You know, because if I like someone, I'm not going to call you a bitch. I'm going to call you my bitch. Okay. My bitch is Arya. She's been yeah. kicking ass and taking names. My bitch said, I'm Arya Stark, and I'm here to kill Xerxes. <laughs> With a dead-ass face. Dead-ass. She was not playing. Fucks to get lately, Arya? None. But- <laughs> I just I guess as a fan of the show and a person who has started to read some of those thick ass books because I have all six books, but mm. they're long, okay? And there are not enough bus and train rides to get through all of that. So I just opted in to watch the series. That being acknowledged, we're coming up on the last freaking episode. And every episode has been I feel cinematographer uh, cinema cinematic. what is the word? I'm not even high yet. Cinematic? What like you cinematically, there we go. Yeah. Cinematically, the cinematography was amazing. As a director, as a writer, as a filmmaker, I was like, oh, it's like watching film porn, you know? Like mm. watching excellent executed work. So like end games. Yeah, so for me, I wasn't looking at it like, oh my God, this is so violent. I can't believe this is happening. But <laughs> when you read the books, it's a lot more detailed. Yeah, I don't know. Did you feel like the episode was violent, guys? What do you guys think? It's
2: Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was mad violent. I think they were mad. I think they were mad about who the violence was against.
0: Well, Xerxes, we already knew Xerxes gave no fucks last season when she took the fire water and blew up the whole motherfucking city. So Man, if you
1: if you don't call her Cersei, quit calling her Xerxes. <laughs>
0: you
2: know what? It's What's Cer- her actual name? Cer-
1: Cersei.
0: The yeah.
2: it reminds me of siracy have you ever heard of Cersei? no 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 it's like this root that you you grew into a tea it's a belize remedy that helps your immune system and helps you flush things out toxins
1: mm. oh okay
2: yeah. i am from belize oh. <laughs> from my family. i was born out here
1: <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen the murder mommies out there wait what Mary, I'm, like, big with the murder, bo- murder mommies up in I'm Belize. I can't
2: hear you past the, uh, the cough. I'm
0: sorry, this is some bomb-ass you Need me. a cough drop? This is called <laughs> Phantom You're going
2: to pass out. Oh.
0: No, I'm sorry. So it's a Belizean
2: herb. I got it. Mm. All right, what were you saying, creative?
1: I was saying, remember Little Caesar's line? I'm, like, big with the murder mommies up in Belize. I, hey, uh, I need to know if they out there
2: what year did that song come out again <laughs> like 98 <laughs> or something america's a little uh, uh belize is a little bit more americanized <coughs> by oh, okay. now. i i don't know how they operate just yet uh, okay. <laughs> i still gotta make my visit to my family
0: that's a motherfucking topic is it violent and <laughs> Like, who's on Game of Thrones on Sunday? What you
2: No, not at all. Game of Thrones <laughs> is not a bad <coughs> region.
0: Kia Smith says, I need a cough drop. <coughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm smoking that. on that bomb ass 24% THC Phantom Haze from Jenny's Dispensary.
2: <coughs> I just touched down on planet Earth today. That's how I feel. So oh, I'm happy that. to have a coffee bean. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Still don't know what the fuck you thought about the violence. I don't like.
1: You know what? You know what correlates with violence?
0: What? I got something.
1: I was watching a documentary and they was talking about every time there's a UFO sightings and stuff, mm. it's always around when uh, we're fighting during wartime.
0: <coughs> I don't see my heart. <coughs> Hold on, I'm sorry, <coughs> our listeners are yelling at us. Hi Mia, love you for watching. Hi Kia, love you for watching. <laughs> And anybody else, because I see there's five of you, so thank you guys for tuning in. I'm sorry. Continue, please, create
1: topics. You messed up my train of thought.
0: I'm back
2: on the train. You said violence.
0: We were talking about violence and why. And you said, have you ever seen
2: You said books. that there's aliens and extraterrestrials the UFOs moving around wartime? Yeah, They're
1: like over. all like the war planes and stuff see them around wartime. That's when they that's when the uh what you call it, uh people see them, it goes up. So do you think they you think they are trying to uh circumvent like destruction? Like are they trying to help like save the planet? Who? The, UFO? the UFOs? Yeah.
0: You already know how I feel about UFOs, but we can talk about it. <clears throat> I think
2: that
0: <laughs> I think that UFOs don't exist. I wow. think that fallen angels exist. I believe And
2: flying saucers?
0: What the fuck is a flying saucer? Everybody's seen Endgame.
2: It's a saucer that
1: flies.
0: Flying saucers are fucking cool.
1: They have ships. UFOs
2: are real. Unidentified That's what I'm saying. flying objects. I'm not
0: saying like, yeah. I'm not saying that there's these little green men that are about to get out of their flying saucer, that we call it a flying saucer. <clears throat> Let me get my train of thought back together. Because I have something to say about it, but I'm just like, hmm.
2: I don't know about the heavens flying over people while there's war specifically because you see sightings uh, mm. outside of war times. But it's kind of weird because we're in times where there's still war, even though Americans or mainstream Again. media, yep. you know, has their hand on certain things. Uh I It's a different region. Game of Thrones is a different <coughs> culture. You know what I mean? There's incest. There's there's violence. There, you know, but there's a lot of different things that are of an older time in in human civilization, right?
0: Did anybody else think that like the White Walkers reminded you of like Thanos? No. Again, Thor. Yeah, that's what it was. Thor. The first Thor movie
2: had, uh, uh, I forget the name of the beings, but they were uh, connected with Loki.
0: And they had blue eyes and they looked like the White Walkers.
2: Yeah, they did. And it was all ice and it looked all Game of of Thrones. Mm. It was interesting. But let's get back on subject.
0: But no, Creative Break makes a good point. So whenever there's a lot of violence, there's a lot of UFO sightings is what you're saying? Yeah. And are they covering that up or do you think that there's something transpiring within the atmosphere that's causing people to be violent? Because that's where I was going to be ultimately going, but we can get there a lot faster.
1: So you think, no, I think we were just bred violent, like from the from the beginning of time, oh, violent was entertainment with the colosseums, with the uh, destroying of different nations and or civilizations and. The world like even in the Bible, like is violence.
0: So it's violence. Violence was Cain and Abel. It did. It came, so it's just I think it's, it's
2: ingrained in us. Yeah. Even before we got to that passage, they I in studies they usually say you know people studying child behavior human behavior always say from the moment the child is born like children are where the, because, that from? well I think that derives from nonverbal communication like not to subject or or compare humans to animals but mm-hmm. in a nonverbal nature because animals have their own way of communication that we don't even understand we have to feel the animals energy we have to sense what the baby might be saying. Yeah, but well, usually the baby's grabbing things, throwing things all over what? the place, putting things what? in its mouth because it's. It, I think it's a part of just um, behavior and instinct, natural instinct as opposed to unnatural instinct. So
0: if your child is in school, knocking motherfuckers out.
2: <laughs> because there was a time where people did uh, uh, um, encourage hangings. People did encourage violence but on a whole other. I, I
0: think creative is right there he's saying that even in the bible it was ingrained in us the only recollection that we have from the bible about where violence entered was Cain and Abel <clears throat> so the question is it's not so much that we were born with that we were born naturally violent it's that we were born naturally sinful and any inclination to do the right thing is is the opposite so if eve disobeyed god and god punished Adam and Eve and there were consequences and the Bible tells us that's where sin entered into the world, not at creation. Sin only entered the world with reproduction because he said be be fruitful and multiply. So you multiply whatever you are. Whatever you are is multiplied. Whatever seed you plant, that fruit will grow from it. So if the violent seed was there from creation, then it wouldn't have even been a factor. I don't want to say that violence didn't create, I'm sorry, I don't want to say that violence wasn't prevalent or there, because it clearly says there was a war in heaven and Satan was cast to the earth. And then God also said there's a tree of good and there's a tree of evil, but he wanted us to eat from the tree of life, right? So If we're supposed to eat from the good tree, which is the tree of life, and we're not supposed to eat from the tree that is the knowledge of good and evil. Once again, not saying that good and evil didn't exist. He just didn't want us to have that knowledge of some shit. There's some things we're not supposed to see, just like we're operating in the planet right now and we can't see the other dimensions of which shit is happening. It's still happening, it still exists. So creative, I feel like you're onto something. Yes, there is a seed there, there's a seed planted from Cain and Abel of violence. Why? Because Cain became jealous of his brother because his brother gave wholeheartedly and he gave begrudgingly, meaning like it wasn't natural for him. He had to work at it. And he only gave what he had to give because he's like, yo, I'm only required this much.
2: So is violence a natural behavior or a natural behavior? Is natural.
0: One of the first
1: toys we get growing up when we're little is a toy gun. It's like either the one through first or third, like a toy car, toy cars, guns. And uh, let me see. The first, like, what we grew up when you was little, the violence on TV was cowboys and Indians.
2: Thank
0: yep. You.
1: So Thank then we want to get the little guns. We outside shooting at each other. First, we start with the little click, click guns. Then we move on to uh BB guns, pellet guns. And then we start getting the swords and want to be ninjas. And then the first one of the first things when you're of age and going to school, what your parents teach you? If somebody hits you, hit them back. Defend yourself and your brother.
2: Because. Yeah. So it's like we're on the defense out there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So I think it's like I I don't know. It's like it's just in us. Like it's taught like it's taught over and over and over.
0: Well, do you think that what's in us is naturally self-defense and not so much violence, right? Because think about it. Most people would only want to become physical when their life is threatened. However, Mm -hmm. we live in a generation where people get upset if you look at them wrong, and they shoot you for that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So violence, I see the thought in my head.
2: Well, that was trained that was trained like not to look a person in the eye you can can go back to slavery on that
0: well no yes yes i understand that too but what i'm talking about is the difference between self-defense and violence like and i'm tying all this back to game of thrones right because it's not that the intention was violence it's that it was violent but the intention there was to dominate and to take ownership of righteousness And I think what fucked Daenerys all the way up is the whole time she was fighting for something that she thought was rightfully hers and all of the signs along her journey pointed to, you are that one. I mean, the bitch done almost burned up twice, but doesn't burn. So for her, I don't think she was being violent. I think she just came to a point where she's like, all this shit, man, I'm tired of it. Like y'all fucking with me. All of this for what? If it's rightfully mine, shouldn't people just righteously align with that? Like that whole red tower, the red tower was built by her father. Mm -hmm. So that 300 years ago, that shit was a a, a memory for her. Like, why the fuck do I gotta fight for some shit that's rightfully mine? There's no negotiations at this point. There's no love here. There's no fear. I feel like I have to defend myself. And so yes, the precaution was violent, but how can we get pissed off with righteous righteous anger in <laughs> reaction versus the shit we watch on world star hip hop and even YouTube and now it's Facebook? Like I was going through my Facebook feed and there's a lot of people that repost a lot of the fighting things and some and most of the time I just surpass it and I don't take heed to it. But this particular day, I took heed to what I saw. And what I saw was a woman in the car with a younger woman that could have been very well her cousin and or daughter or maybe just a friend because they both did look rather young. This woman is having an argument in a car, calling on Star, while her boyfriend and or significant other is yelling cussed with a fucking AK in his hand. I've seen that. And then he starts to, I'm gonna pop you if you don't shut up. Then he has her in a chokehold, and the other girl is low key recording this. Why don't? Why does shit like that even get put into the timelines? But we want to complain World about a scripted. Hip-hop. No, no, Facebook. What I want to say is, why do we not complain about those things and ban those things? Because that is true violence. Mm-hmm. That's traumatizing, watching because that shit is real life. I believe people don't want to believe movie. the truth.
2: People don't want to believe the truth. They don't want to. They want to believe that they're supposed to be suppressed in certain but ways to, I to, to even points where people break. A lot of people break nowadays because it's so much that the world uh, subconsciously is forcing you into that, you know, feels wrong often. And that's that discernment that we spoke about all last year too. It's like, like at the end of the day, cowboys versus Indians. That's the old world in a new world beginning. Different weapons from spears and arrows. The same
0: story. Same Why story. Colonialism. Same story. Someone
2: coming after someone else's territory. Yes. Someone else's culture. Yeah. And just creating a whole new world in killing off a mass of people
0: because they think it's rightfully theirs so
2: and why is that but no i want to say
0: i want to say when a person thinks that something is rightfully theirs it's because they feel entitled They, they have a belief system they're defending their natural right in their mind so violence is violence is there a difference like can it be categorized? Can it be broken into things? What do you think? Can violence be categorized? Is there a double standard? Like, okay, you shouldn't watch world star hip-hop real-life fights, and you shouldn't be watching shows like Game of Thrones that have violent scenes in them. Is intentionality a factor?
1: Yeah, I think, like, if if it's a movie, like, you know it's fake. You know it's a script. But... The hood fight, the hood boogers out there throwing hands, that's like real life.
0: Exactly. That's more scary. Why do you think people around the world think about black people the way they do because of a lot of the things that's magnified in our community as negative? But when in actuality, we're really just fighting for our right to exist and what we feel is due to us, which is equality, right? Mm -hmm. But my thing is, you can't have a double standard people. You can't think one thing is violent and negative and and get attention and energy to something else as well. That is the same but more real because it's a real life.
2: And at the time they were fighting over things like in Game of Thrones. I understood, you know, through what you explained to me about her rage and her getting her her what's due to her, her due diligence for what she's gone through, how she was tricked. Her whole life has been a lie, and she finally gets to this moment that will define her next chapter. And she she chooses to kind of drink more blood. It's but like I don't I like don't that think that was the blood. reason, though. I don't think what
0: that do was, think the, was reason? the reason. I want to know. What's your opinion?
1: Like the show right before that, her best friend, her right hand woman. Yes, they yes. gave them the ultimatum: give us a surrender, let her go. It's over. Yeah. What was her last words? Dracaris? Yeah. That's what she said before she burned stuff up. So she was fulfilling the wishes of her friend. Like you cut her friend's head off. I'm supposed to let that ride? Yeah. Her dying wish was for me to burn this mother down.
2: Exactly.
1: So if that wouldn't have happened, I think she would have had mercy.
0: I do too. I think so too. Especially Grey Worm too. Like my dude, like, yeah, that was his girl. I know. He was he was devastated. Like, that's why I think when they came to that moment, because remember that moment where it was that moment where they seen she was fucking shit up mm-hmm. and they knew they had to surrender, mm-hmm. right? And in their surrenderance, even the defenders were like, Jon Snow was like, All right, fuck it. We should just retreat, fall back, fall back. You know what I'm saying? Because he started to understand. The magnitude of what was going on. But like you said, it's like Grey Worm understood like, nah, this is righteous right now. Fuck that shit. Yeah. There is no negotiation. Like you said, when we tried to negotiate, there was no mercy given.
1: Yeah, she's up there smirking.
0: bitch <laughs> like, of the cave crying and shit. Yeah. Like this. It's,
1: it's like the Houston Rocket game. Like, it would have it would've been a game seven back in Golden State. It would have been a game seven. But what happened before game six? What? Steph Curry. Steph Curry blocked out one hour before the game to uh, get some shots up. Chris Paul went on the court, overrid his one-hour block out of spite, and Curry tried to negotiate. Let's do half court. You take that side. I take this side. Nah, this is our court. You got to get off. What happened? Got 33
0: on their ass in the second half from Curry like it's consequences to your actions yes but don't you think the intention coming from the person is like nah i'm about to get violent or do you think it's like nah i'm about to righteously defend myself
2: huh i i felt like at that moment based upon her body language and emotion she was Uh like wait you killed how many two of her dragons yeah, oh, and
0: my best friend and my ride or die chick. Yeah, I didn't even talk about the dragon. Yeah, that's her baby. Those like, are her what babies. did you
2: expect her to do?
0: I, <laughs> I felt, I felt that. I was like,
2: to get no, him, out, get look, that the ass. last I thing I would. remember, the last thing I remember her last dragon dying is they're flying over there, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not even threatening them. There was yeah. no threat. They were flying towards, and they just opened fire on Cersei's side. Because old boy was dragon. killing himself. Exactly. He's yeah. like, I'm smashing
0: the queen. You know what I mean? I got her knocked
2: up. So, uh, so I felt that. I was like, and her and her, her well, best friend mm-hmm. got her head chopped off. Yep. And the her mm-hmm. husband had to watch.
0: Yep. So yep. all the
2: people involved in that small moment linked to the queen, who's mm-hmm. supposed to be the one. But then the situation with John Snow is what I'm, I'm appreciating. What this next episode is going to have is because of the fact that I feel like it's between yep. John Snow and what's it, Diana, Diana, Daenerys. Yep. Yeah.
0: Khaleesi. Daenerys.
2: Khaleesi. Daenerys. It's
1: like it's like when somebody it's like when you see uh, like when you like when somebody's robbing somebody and they got the gun to their head, but all they want is the wallet. But you yeah. keep talking. You a bitch. You ain't a trigger. You, you can't kill me. You ain't, you ain't. Then I'm,
0: I'm pulling this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got another one for you. Have you seen that YouTube video of the young lady stealing from the Asian man and he's dragging her all throughout the story and all people are doing is recording it and laughing at her ass and mm. she's defending. No, give me my bag. I don't have your things. Give me my bag. She fought, 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 fought mm. to keep her bag, but she really has stole from this man because they end up locking her in the store and going through her bag and finding the shit that she stole. Mm. And the thing is, it's like, dude, that's real violence right there. Yeah. Seeing some foul shit take place and not doing anything about it. That's violence. Yeah. So why are we attracted to violence? That's today's conversation. Why do we enjoy watching some of the things that we see? Or do we enjoy it? Or are we just shocked at what the fuck we're seeing? Because I know sometimes when I'm watching, like some of these things that are real life on the timelines mm-hmm. within social media, I'm affected in a negative way. Cause some of these things I surpass and then other things I feel really led to watch. And at the end of it, I'm low key praying for even myself for watching this shit. But like, why do we, why are we attracted to watching people fight? Why is that entertaining? Why is carnal the,
2: instinct?
0: Yeah, but why is but what says what about humanity in terms of like if if we go back to what creative said about the Bible and how like violence started in Genesis when Cain killed Abel. So that's when violence really started. And then you said even most wars start from people overturning and overtaking territories. Fair to say. So my question is. If those are righteous ways, or and one's, one's righteous, one's unrighteous, why are we entertained by both or any? Why are we entertained by some and affected negatively by others? Why even watch it? If you see something that says, disclosure, you're about to see some fucked up shit that's going to fuck with you. You're going to feel some kind of way, and your comment is going to start a whole shitload of Facebook motherfucking arguments. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. If there was that disclosure, I think people would still click on it. Because we want it, we like it.
2: Why? And then it's, oh,
0: okay. oh, I
1: was gonna I was, I was, gonna, go say the, uh, I was gonna say the uh, I was gonna say the hood, they're so used to it, it's like an everyday thing, so it's like they're not even traumatized, really. Like it's that Oh, uh, yeah, we see this all the time, but then it's like the people with money and stuff, they look at it as like a circus, like it's entertainment, like it's a show.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like
1: you got the two different Dynamics just and they clash in the Middle
0: You know one of our Denise shout out to Denise for tuning in Denise says the thing The thing is we teach people not To kill people by killing Them Mm. I'm gonna read that again We teach people Not to kill People by Killing them What do you think that means Stylus? I
2: think it's plain and simple.
0: But for our audience.
2: No, we need a deep dive from Stallus.
0: I know, Stallus always right, you, you right, can have a bag right. of potato chips and this dude would be like, "Yo, <laughs> you see the salt <laughs> and the sodium, the appropriate amounts of the sodium come from the earth. And if it's Himalayan salt, it's gonna be appropriate. Sheer. But you read him some real deep ass shit. <laughs> he's like, it says what it says. <laughs> oh, really? Fear. We teach people not to kill people. Control. By killing people. Control. There we go. Now we're getting Fear
2: to Fear and control.
0: Mm.
2: And people are in a disillusion because of it. Like, really keep in mind, we used to hunt for our food. We used to actually physically get in there. We didn't have to get into a gym because we were naturally fit off of the calories we spent trying to eat by eating off the land. Mm-hmm. Earning. Working. Earning, working, using our hands for God's natural state, as opposed to this text message state. Exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> that's that's all. That's all I can say is we. I think. Of, I, I think about like you hear about the agricultural world, and you know, the thing that happened with Dr. Savy and and you know Nipsey and we think about who's controlling agriculture today. We hear about the even stories of farmers who have been, who have disappeared based upon agricultural colonial colonialism.
0: It's true, Denise is going in. She said dopamine, the death penalty, violence is how our country was formed. For us, violence equates to superiority. Very true, because if you can't control someone and get over them the next thing is to overtake them physically so you're not going to run over me because i'm going to run over you first
1: it's like the blueprint was there from the beginning so why change what works
0: like you said the propaganda the cowboys and indians the guns the fighting the boys are the fighters and the girls are the homemakers and i'm a traditionalist very much because of the women in my family and how I was raised. Every woman in my family was married. They had husbands that uh, that they outlived, like real life till death do us part type shit. So that being said, my example has always been to honor a relationship, you feel me?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I lost my train of thought. Look, yeah. at the end of the
2: day, <laughs> love is a character. There are characteristics to love.
0: See? Bag of potato chips. Sodium.
2: Can I get a potato <laughs> I need the sound effect. Cloudy. I, need the, <laughs> I need the sound effect because we opening up the bags.
0: Open up
2: the bags. Hey.
0: <laughs> Brenda. Hey, Brenda. Brenda says, I will kill in self-defense. So would I. I would totally kill in self-defense. And that's a scary, honest statement because you don't want to put in the atmosphere. necessarily that... You want to be tested that way. But that's a very real, like, that's why I don't say things like that for myself. Because I very much have been in circumstances where my life was jeopardized, but I never had to fight for it because I surrendered out of wanting to live. And like you said, creative, if someone's robbing you and they're like, dude, just give me the wallet. Give them the wallet, bro. Give them the wallet because your life is worth that. You'll live to earn, to buy another one.
2: Mm -hmm. Some people think that they can't replace things. Some people hold their orders in the world. Some people feel like they have to be attached to this one thing. But to me, in those cases, I use things like that as an exercise. It's like, yes. Like for instance, I was weeding through some old uh, notes yesterday and I I decided to just, you can't take, you're not taking any of this with you. it's only so much we can do but why do we want to be so remembered in a world that has been so forgotten
0: well damn that's a dope ass statement say that again
2: i can't it was a one-time statement why do
0: we want to be so remembered in a world that's going to be forgotten that's matthew chapter 24. Mm. jesus his disciples were arguing over who was going to be prominent right and while they're arguing over this, they happen to actually ask a smart question. And they're like, yo, Jesus, who's going to be, you know, what? who's going to be what? And what are the last days going to look like then? And he said, listen, this is what's going to happen in the last days. None of this shit that you're seeing right now is even going to exist. Everything that you're fighting and bickering over right now doesn't even matter. How
1: many times have you read the Bible?
0: What do you mean? What did I do wrong?
1: Because you just like in random conversations, just know the verses off the top. Like, how many?
2: You got that if factor. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. You want to know my story? I'll share
0: my story. I'll give you a little snippet. This is my story. I am an ex negative individual. Anything you can think of, I've been involved in it, unfortunately. And it came at very hard, hard costs and lessons that I have scars from that will never leave me ever, emotionally, mentally, and physically. But the one thing that I appreciate in all of those trials and errors is that I discovered who my creator was. And for me, I always wondered, right? Why I've always liked the underdog. When someone talks so bad about someone, I become curious as to why and why, what is so bad? And or if it's so good, ooh, what is so good about it? My curiosity is a gift from God himself. And so I came to a point in my life where I needed to meet my creator and I needed to be serious about the decision. And so I asked questions. And even before I started my relationship with my, with my creator through Christ, I would ask questions to people who were believers and Christians and they could never point me to it. They would just have these opinions. And I'm like, where are you getting this information from? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even say, show me the Bible. Cause I didn't believe the Bible. I was an atheist until I was 23 years old. Mm-hmm. God at the time was as real as Santa Claus. Okay. Especially after the things I had been through. But now looking back, I see the grace and the saving and the mercy and the relationship building. I see where God was working with me and helping me and loving me in spite of myself. So why do I know the Bible so well? Because I came to a point where I was really ready to take life serious. I was suicidal and I tried to commit suicide, but it didn't work. And that's why I will never try to commit suicide again. Because if you ever try to kill yourself and it doesn't work and everybody around you fucking thinks you're a nut bag, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to come back from that. But mine was a drug suicide because I had snorted up a bunch of Coke and ended up falling asleep. And the next day I contacted one of my friends and asked them if I could go to church with them. And that day sparked my curiosity in a way like never before because the pastor, was saying things that I had heard before at another church when I dipped in at one point in time when I lived in New Jersey. And so in the middle of the sermon, <laughs> shout out to Don Nash. In the middle of the sermon, he asked the question and everybody was quiet. I now know that that's how church works, right? But I asked, the, I said, well wait, well, wait a minute. Can you explain that? Because I don't understand. And everybody just was like, everybody look. <laughs> Like, did this little bitch just ask a question to the pastor, who is she? We don't even know who she is. It was my first time visiting the church, mind you. And so he said, come up, I'll show you, come here. So I had to walk up in front of all those people. I was super embarrassed, but it was God's way of saying, come, I'll tell you everything you wanna know because you've always had so many questions and people have always combated your curiosity and inquisitiveness, but it's very much the thing It's time for you to understand all of these gifts and all this information that I've given you. So the pastor explains, and he was a teacher. Don Nash is a teacher first. So he did, he studied hermeneutics. And then he taught the congregation hermeneutics in terms of having Bible studies, called hermeneutics, Mm. offering us the resources. So about 15 years ago, no, not even, let me see, 2000 and it was 2000 in, Ooh, 2005, 2005, is that 15 years ago?
1: 14. 14.
0: 14 years ago, October, I gave my life to Christ, and I asked the pastor, like, how do you, how come you only had like, like three or four sentences, which I now know to be verses, and you have, like, all this information, like, how did you know all of that? He's like, well, you're gonna need a Bible dictionary, you're gonna need a this, you need that, you're gonna need this, you need that. These books right here, mm. right? I I keep these books because I engage, I study my word daily. I don't go to church, but I read my Bible. This is my Bible dictionary. Uh. This is my my Strong's Concordance. And I didn't even know we were going to have this conversation, but these things stay here. All four, I have seven, I have 12 Bibles, all different versions. This is one of them Bible Study Methods from Rick Warren. And then This is my favorite Bible. My dad gave me a New King James. I can't reach that far, but here, can you put that on the floor? My dad gave me a New King James Bible uh, for Christmas in 2009, I think, or 2007. But anyhow, I know because I asked the man one question, and he said, this is what you need to do to understand. You have to read. You have to study. You have to learn. You have to invest in time with God. You have to ask questions. Don't stop asking questions. And believe you me, I have had a lot of mentors that have been like, you're too inquisitive. Don't question God, but I found in the book of Isaiah, chapter one, he begins to tell Isaiah how sinful the people are. And Isaiah is humbling himself, but he also has questions. And God says to him, come, let us reason together, which is translated to let's have a conversation but if we have a conversation, you have to understand you're going to say some things and then you have to now listen to me on things that I'm going to say. Yeah. And so for me, I took all of the good advice and all the encouragement and I spent a lot of time. I studied for years. I've been still studying. I studied spiritual warfare for years. Mm. It was very hard. Like, I know I can sit here and say this and then be like, okay, but you're sitting here cussing and you're smoking cannabis and you're drinking Chardonnay. That was a hard choice for me to accept cannabis fully and come out of the closet with it Mm -hmm. because I needed to have it for my health. It came down to a point where all the medications that the doctors prescribed to you were doing more harm than this natural thing. And I made my peace with God about it. So I very much have a relationship with my creator through the grace of Christ. I pray, I know how to use my tools, fasting, Prayer, praise, worship. I know how to go at the end of the day and surrender. First John, First John one nine says that if we confess our sins, He will forgive us. So I don't lie to myself, creative. That's how I've been able to maintain my relationship with God is to always come before Him like, Yo, I'm a fucked up person. But for me, you've you've done too much stuff in the past fourteen years to. Pre- to prove that you're super real and if i look at the 36 years i've been allowed to live you've done so much more for me in those times when i didn't even know you were there you were so the little 14 years i've put in in my study time is nothing compared to what i need to know but mm-hmm. i don't know why i just be popping out scripture it just it, <laughs> it's like it's my my go-to for an example oh, I don't okay. know. It's like, I I see it from God's point of view real fast. And I'm like, oh yeah, I see that. That's just this. Because I have read the Bible multiple times over 14 years. So I don't know how many times I said all that to say creative, I don't know, I'm not counting. I just know my prayer is this and I share this prayer with you guys so that you guys can invoke the same from God. I always say, God and Holy Spirit, please speak to me right now. Teach me what I need to know and help me hide your word in my heart so that I won't forget it, which is in the book of Psalms 119, David asked God that God would allow him to hear his words, put them into practice and never forget it. Mm. And so that's what I pray for God, whatever you show me and teach me, let me remember this. And then journaling, I write down the scriptures in my study time. My husband can attest that I wake up at 3.30 in the morning and I have time with God. Is this true? And it's not that I intentionally do this. I naturally wake up my spirit. God gives me, he's like, all right, come on. Let me talk to you about some things. And I spend okay. my time. And that's how I know my word. It's just by engaging in it and disciplining yourself. Cause you, it has to be something that you're naturally curious about. And I was curious, a person who's had two overdoses and then tried to commit suicide and still is here. And I have, sub- come to so much more than what I'm saying now, there has to be a God. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There has to be a God. But just as much as I stand on the Bible, I also respect the Quran. I respect the Torah, I respect all of the other religious books and spiritual books that have been put here to teach us how to be better human beings and to have an understanding of God, because that's all the Bible is. It's a, a story of the history of God's relationship with humans so it's not even the full story but it's enough to let us know how this thing ends to keep us encouraged and edified to keep us going so god lets us know hey this is how this ends and your biggest weapon is to know what i've said so that you know how to stand and most people don't know what god has said so they get afraid of everything Mm -hmm. and they continue to make bad choices not because They want to, but because they don't know, that's why the book of first Timothy says that the Bible is here to teach us what is good, what is true, and to teach us how to live and be pleasing to God. And then if you take that into consideration and you align it with what Jesus said in John, when I think it's chapter five, where they asked him like, what do we have to do to please God? And he said, believe in the one he sent. And that's how I live my life. I don't need to go to church every Sunday to learn that because every single time I try to put myself in church every Sunday to learn something as consistent and solid as what I get from my personal time with God is conflicting. So I look at church as a place to serve and I serve outside of the four walls of the church. So I don't hold any pastor, preacher, teacher, minister responsible for my personal walk with God or my Bible studies. When I need further knowledge, I know how to go and get it. When God wakes me up and says, go to church, you best believe I'm stopping to it. But I try not to be religious. I try to have a relationship and that's how I know my Bible. Okay. Need a drink <laughs> <laughs> so people violence, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to beat you up no more. Violence. You can't think one thing is violent and another thing is not, it's not. And you're giving your attention to both. If violence is violence for you, eliminate it. But admit that you're attracted to it as well. And you will only see something grow that you feed and nurture. Like I footage that, right? <laughs> Hi moment. Hi, moment, but I had to try to figure out what I'm trying to say essentially. But no. Thank you, Brenda. She's Brenda says, Well said T. And Brenda says, Thanks, Anthony, for asking her that question. It answers some of my questions too, T. Thank you. And You're then, welcome. You're welcome. Yes. And then she said, Yes, if that's the only thing to do. And I'm so crazy about my sons that if need be, I will kill about them too. Amen. I think every parent would. Chris says, We only respect aggression. Most situations boil down can I or can they whoop my
1: ass? <laughs> so he's
0: basically saying, listen, you're only going to respect the motherfucker like, yo. And that's true. Because sometimes, and I test this out, not even intentionally, but I get offended sometimes when I do something polite and no one acknowledges it, like open a door or some shit like that. I'd be like, well, you're welcome. <laughs> so like, it's true. Like, People usually respect aggression. Denise mm-hmm. says it's all about indoctrination for us violence equates to superiority which we already touched on which is 100 true so guys let's not support violence let's stop filming all of these fucking circumstances and call 911 first yeah. at least just call 911 first then press record because i do agree that some things do need to be caught on camera Dude, but stop
2: texting and pick up the phone you know no, i, I mean? don't i don't i don't agree with that one though no.
0: Which well, nah. one? Stop texting? Stop oh, texting
2: look, to pick up the phone. You don't want to talk? He's you, like, don't
0: call me. Don't human call me. Communication <laughs> is
2: origin. That's origin. Yeah. You disconnect that. You're yeah. pretty much saying you rather not speak. you rather just allow your brain to work with inside of you, which you're taking away from exercising your muscles. Like you but, lose. but you
1: communicate like every day in your natural life.
2: People don't really know how to communicate though. The world is getting better at communicating, but there was a time where it wasn't communication, like like you know, was what she mentioned. It was about like the gang activity and how you know uh you're not supposed to look at people yes. in the eye, slavery. Yeah, you know, and now people are just now okay with a wide range of ethnic groups. Yeah. In a you know. In America,
1: all right. Then I just put a disclaimer on it. If you're uh, a select few, the fifteen percent that communicate a lot, then you don't, <laughs> don't got to pick them.
2: Communicate because otherwise, you're just gonna get locked into your phone, and that's nothing but you know the next phase. If people don't stop holding their head down, <laughs> something their posture. They're stunning their posture and they're being glued and locked in. The more you text, the less you speak. So when you speak, it's often misinterpreted because you have to use emojis. They separated your emotions from your core being. So now people will get a text message and they'll just think they'll hear their voice first, not yours. They'll hear their impression of your voice, not yours. Thus you might not even know what they really mean by what they said. Because you might be in the middle of doing something, you check it and you're not thinking, but it's instant like world star hip hop and you just react right <laughs> away. Oh shit, did they just say something wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's why people are afraid and put emojis now, right? So a happy face, a teary face, a vomit face, an explosion head, all these different <laughs> agree, the f u you sign. R- People can't
0: verbalize anymore. People don't
2: want to verbalize. They're going back to symbols and hieroglyphics, but yeah. the only difference is it's virtual. It's not even on a tablet. That's true. You're not writing a tablet. is The closest thing to a tablet we have now in origin is a pencil and a and a piece of paper. We don't need to go back to stones. That took too long.
0: I keep
2: a pen on deck all the time. Imagine a world with no pencils. They already took the right to swipe. They gave a microchip, no pencils. You have tablets. Uh, schools are being uh, uh, taught through tablets so mm-hmm. much that porn is a crisis because now more people are on porn at an early age. Mm-hmm.
0: You are too. Then they eight. have to
2: put codes in to try and lock students out, but students have evolved so much. Because they're soaking up so much information at a young age when they're really fresh to the world without that real conscious burst that it's all this information and they unlock, they hack, they hack these things. So now you have hackers, which are now correlated with the things that are going on in the banking system, the the Facebook system, all these different things, all from people disconnecting and connecting to their own self-worth and value through a, a, a mirror that you could talk on.
0: The black mirror.
2: Black mirror. I got so bad cell phone Continue service. to talk. Continue to you talk. You said bad cell phone Continue service. to talk. <laughs> first thing, look, first it was loitering. Voice, first it was, you can't come around this business no more. No more doo-wop and singing on the corners. Get away, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's...
0: Brenda says these cell phones have taken our lives, but we can't live without them.
2: Because we've given it too well, much no, energy. She
0: says, she she said, but she can live without them. She says she and that's wasn't good. with it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And I so, think that's
0: true. Like, even like for my generation, right? I'm 1982, right? So for those in my generation, it's we kind of had technology, but we still had to like have interpersonal skills. We still had to fucking learn and cultivate, like playing with others outside. There was shit like kickball um tag like we engaged with each other sitting on a stoop talking until the sun came down to so when you had to be in a house like creative mm-hmm. i know you and i are pretty much the same age do you remember those times and do you feel like the race the reason why we're not too caught up in technology is because we know how to live without it like brenda said
1: yeah because like you remember everybody's phone number
0: and you, could, you had
1: to get a message when you got home.
0: Yes, yes that's so true. The Thomas
1: guide.
0: Yes. No. Take me back to when you had to remember phone numbers. The sad part is I can only remember like five. And that's like my mother, my father, my sister Tahia, my husband, and like I have one my my godmother. I keep her on speed dial too. So like it's funny how I only remember some so many people when in time I used to remember everyone.
1: Yeah. You got to remember, locker combinations, phone numbers, everything.
2: That's
0: <laughs> because our oh,
2: brains be <laughs> our brain retained more because we, we actually had to put in the physical work. It wasn't just yeah. mental. Everything that we're doing with these phones are mental.
0: Quick that, question. Yeah. Fun question yeah. to, our, to hey. those of our, our viewers. If you can remember your high school locker combination.
1: Oh, hell no.
0: I can remember mine, I think.
1: Dang, I couldn't even guess a number.
0: Damn, no, I can't remember. I
2: didn't even think to think about it. I was <laughs> like, it's too old. It's too much information. In <laughs> too much information. I'm like, look, if I, like, if we, if we if see face-to-face, face, there's what? so much that can happen in a face-to-face conversation versus uh, a phone, you know, conversation. Like, What, what about
1: FaceTime? Does that count? It's face to face.
2: Face time. It counts, but it's like there's nothing like knowing that you took time to do something. Mm. You took time to slow down and take time out of your schedule to do something different just to slow down. Slow yeah. down. Why? Why is everything moving so fast? We overthinking. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Keep We thank you for tuning in to Cannabis and Chardonnay. You know we love you. Visit (laughs) (laughs) CannabisandChardonnay.com. T-shirts coming next week. We have Uh two shirts. We got two different shirts. We got a female crop top for the summer, and we got a male T-shirt, unisex, whichever. But thank you for rocking with us and supporting us, Cannabis and Chardonnay.com. Don't forget to like. Um, visit the Cannabis and Chardonnay podcast Facebook page. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. We're trying to be more active on Instagram and Twitter, but we have a lot of love here on Facebook, so bear with us. And then, of course, you can always listen to us on your favorite podcast station, um, and that would be anchor.fm, where you can access us on Spotify, iTunes, and so on and so on. But tune in every Tuesday, guys, at 5.30 and sometimes 5.10, depending on the Internet connection, <laughs> um, but guys Tell the people how they can keep in touch
2: with to Um Also Look out for new music I got some shows coming up Ooh. I just got out of a, a, a different phase A different door in my brain Now I have to go into the next door to take on another chapter uh, Cartoon Matrix If it gets done tonight yeah, yeah. I'm launching it tonight Bye, If not Tomorrow for sure The show
0: CartoonMatrix.com Creative, how can they keep in
1: touch with you, darling? Yo, y'all check me out, man. TheCreativeBully.com or hit me up on Instagram at CreativeBullyMedia. Yeah.
0: Word is bonds. And next
2: next week. Bye for now.